depending where you're listening to this from, uh, there might be there might be like a, a special featured photo, like special episode specific cover art. I don't know why not not every uh, podcast streaming platform like has that as an option. Sometimes it just does the default, but I know like Spotify. Anyway, the point is, is uh, if you don't see it, I strongly encourage you to check out the episode notes and follow the link to the, uh, well, the transcript of this episode because there's some great pictures to to help you see what it is that we're gonna be talking about today. Now, the photo itself was submitted by a reader and listener who was like, what is going on here? Is this is this a typical salamander? And the short answer is no. In fact, because it's it's not a salamander. It's a skink. I'm Devin Boker. You are listening to The Wildlife. And today it is time to meet the little brown skink. It's one of the smallest reptiles in North America. It's got a tip to tail max length of like five and a half inches. Now, skinks are often overlooked, even unknown. Even actually, as I was writing some of this out, Spellcheck didn't even recognize the word skink as a word, which is very upsetting, and I have a complaint to file with someone. But anyway, there is over 1,500 species of them on the planet. 1,500, 1,500, that's crazy. That makes them the most diverse family of lizards. It's understandable how a skink and a salamander could be confused for one another, though, because both have these smooth, shiny bodies that kind of merge into the head with without a pronounced, like, neck. Like, you don't really look at a skink and go, ah, that's the neck. It's just, here's the body, and there's the head. <laughs> they have small limbs, and in comparison to the length of their body, they're really small. And many species have long, slender tails that they can shed as a distracting defense. Can you imagine? Just imagine if if humans had anything comparable, right? Someone's trying to mug you, and you rip your arm off, and you just drop it on the ground and run. Which, I guess, requires a second thing, is that the person mugging you would, would not be like, ah, I'm not falling for that. They would have to look at that arm and be like, exactly, you arm, give me your money. That got away. For me. Uh, moving on. The little brown skink has this um, copper top. It's a beautiful color, really, with a bold brown stripe extending from its nose to middle tail on both sides of its body. Their underbellies range from yellow to light brown to grayish, and they have a transparent lower eyelid that allows them to see with their eyes closed. Now, where do they live? Well, you can find them from northern Mexico throughout much of the eastern U.S. in a variety of habitats, uh, like deciduous forest, that's leaved forest, not needled, with deep leaf litter, and uh, at, at the edges of streams. The thing about the skink is they're what you might call fossorial. No, they're not dinosaurs, though 140 million year old fossils from the Cretaceous do contain the first skink-like reptiles, but fossorial comes from the Latin word fossor, meaning digger. The little brown skink spends most of their time wriggling about through the leaf litter, searching for isopods, like pill bugs or roly-polies or other insects. That explains the small, tiny limbs and the lack of much of a neck, more of a snake-like body, really. 
They're active mostly during the day between mid-spring and mid-fall, of course, hibernating in the winter. If you want to see some of my favorite skinks from around the world, check out the link in the episode notes for a little slideshow doohickey that I put together. Um, just, just some fascinating little creatures. I love them dearly. I want to hold them. I want to be their friend. So any skinks listening, um, hit me up. I'm, I'm here for you always. Okay, that is it for today. If you'd like to uh, support the wildlife, all the things that we do, you can do that by following the link to patreon.com slash Devin Boker in the episode notes. And you can you can do that for as little as, get this, a dollar per month. That's 12 bucks a year. That's like one late college night trip to your local convenience store for junk food. Believe me, I've been there. I get it. But why not? Why not just, you know, throw it at some nice science education? Either way, as always, peace out, Rainbow Trout.